Let's imagine the not-too-distant future. You feel more in control of your photos than you ever have before. You look forward to the regular creative dates on your calendar. You're moving forward on that project that means so much to you. You are on fire with inspiration, and you are finally scrapbooking consistently. This is not a hypothetical, it's a real-life possibility. And for the first time, I've created a workshop specifically focused on the problem of consistency. It's called Sparked, and I'm excited to share it with you for free. Visit simplescrapper.com sparked to get access to the training and make this possibility your reality. 95% of that time that I'm waiting, I'm mapping out ideas in my head. So by the time I get home, I've got a really good sketch in my mind. Welcome to Scrapbook Your Way, the show that explores the breadth of ways to be a memory keeper today. I'm your host, Jennifer Wilson, owner of Simple Scrapper and author of The New Rules of Scrapbooking. This is episode 12. In this episode, I'm joined by Audrey Med, a member of the Simple Scrapper creative team, to explore hybrid and digital techniques for traditional scrapbookers. Hey, Audrey, how are you today? I'm good, Jennifer. How are you? Fantastic. I am so glad to finally talk to you, you know, sort of in person here. You just joined our Simple Scrapper creative team recently, and I've just been loving your work, and I've been following you on Instagram for a little while, so I'm excited to get to know you a little bit better. I'm so excited to be here and to kind of, quote unquote, officially meet you and talk to you, and I'm loving Simple Scrapper, so I'm loving the fact that I can share my work in the community and and get all information and inspiration from the community members. So thank you for having me. Terrific. So can we kick things off by hearing a little bit about you? Now your handle is law of craft, right? Yeah, that's, that's it. And it's, it's kind of a cheeky little handle because I am actually by day a medical malpractice defense attorney. So that means that I represent doctors and nurses in medical malpractice lawsuits. Wow. Yeah, it's it's quite um, it's quite a complicated and uh, deep deep sort of job. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of like serious issues that I deal with on a day to day basis. So I can imagine that scrapbooking is quite uh, maybe even an emotional reprieve from some of the stuff you deal with. Oh, totally. It totally is. It's scrapbooking for me is my cathartic stress release every day. Um, that gets me away from my day-to-day life. There's nothing in medical malpractice that is happy. Everything is sad. So yeah. it's, a, it's really nice to be able to, to come home and, and scrapbook and, or on the weekends to scrapbook because it just makes me happy. Even if, even if I'm doing a layout on something that's tough, it makes me happy. Well, and I think that's why so many people love scrapbooking is because it helps us process what's going on in our life and feel gratitude and contentment no matter what is going on. Exactly. So where do you, where do you live and you know do you have a family? You know, are you a single person? Tell us a little bit I more. I do. I do. I live in the southwest corner of Connecticut right on the border of New York State. It's about an hour from New York City. I I'm married to the love of my life. His name is Steve. Aww. He's a commercial brewer. 
Ooh, that um, sounds fun. <laughs> yeah, it's really cool. Uh, he's following his dream job. So uh, it's always fun. There's always a lot of beer flowing in my life. Um, I don't have children, but I have two fur kids. Barley, who's my four-year-old cat, who you might hear. And Dennis, who's my two-year-old Wheaton Terrier. He's a dog. And he went to daycare today, so hopefully he's tired and won't make a, an appearance on this podcast. <laughs> well, it's no big deal. We love our fur animals and they're always welcome in the background of podcast episodes. He can be quite loud. I understand. My cat is quite the whiner. And especially if there's a closed door, she wants to be on the other side of it. <laughs> yeah, I could I appreciate that. So one of the things we love to do in the podcast is share what's exciting us right now. Do you have something ready to share? I do. I am totally excited for Allie Edwards' Week in the Life. That's coming up in 2019. I saw that pink album and I'm like, hmm, did I really want Navy for this year? That pink one is so pretty. <laughs> I actually purchased that pink one. It's quite out of my normal range because I'm always black or, or beige or some yeah. kind of neutral color. And I saw that pink one and I, it was the first thing I, I bought yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. So it'll be my second time doing Week in the Life a full album of it. So I'm super excited to to get that project underway. Well, I know we're going to talk a little bit more about the types of scrapbooking that you do throughout this show. But what makes you what what's intrigues you so much about this project? Or maybe what did you learn from the first time you did it? I, I, I always I, I'm really very inspired by Allie Edwards. And I always like the way that she scrapbooks the mundane. And I've never really been able to do the incredibly mundane so like a picture of my keys or a picture of um the traffic light that i'm waiting on you know on my way to work and so week in the life kind of forced me to do that to look at the little things uh in my everyday life and just take pictures of them and scrapbook it and i had such grand intentions after the project last year to continue doing that and i and i just didn't um so I'm looking forward to being able to see my see my life through the lens of my camera for one week. And it's pretty much, I think it's the same week as last year or around the same week because it ends in Mother's Day and just see what what's going on in my life. And I actually make changes. I realized in the last week in the life, for example, that there is always a continual amount of dishes in my sink every night. And it just... <laughs> probably a lot of people have that but it just really annoyed me and when I sat down and I was putting my book together last week or last you know the last week of the life and I saw every day I have a picture of dishes in my sink I'm like that I don't really like that about myself and about my family so I start started loading the dishwasher at night and it's come become a daily habit so I kind of like the the fact that it opens my eyes up to really everything that's going on that you don't really see on a day to day basis. I totally agree. Because in our in our regular photography, we're looking maybe more for for special moments for the pretty sunset, for, you know, a loved one doing something cute, or we're, we're out doing something interesting. Whereas when you're paying attention to the mundane and taking that many more photos, you can make these observations and really see some rhythms in your life and what's going on and maybe find those underneath stories that that will influence both your scrapbooking and as you said changes in your life that's that's really cool 
last year we we had to say goodbye in about two weeks later to our our dog who was 15 years old so he had a great life um but the last week of the life i documented his every day so it's really nice to go back and look at that project and see a loved one that is no longer with you Mm -hmm. but that you're able to capture what he was doing every day instead of just you know like like you said like a cute picture of of your loved one in a certain scenario so it's it's a project that i have near and dear to my heart awesome i have loved it i i think i'm gonna do it this year i think i want to go more of like a digital or hybrid approach and maybe i'll find some inspiration from today's topic because we're going to talk all about hybrid scrapbooking and the types of ways that you use hybrid and how you look at hybrid um, because I was, I, I was very attracted to a lot of the supplies, but I'm like, you know what? I don't think I need any of these. And when I have the most success with Week in the Life, I'm very photo focused and very journaling focused and not necessarily supply focused. I really I see like December daily as like my whole hog. I'm going to roll around in the supplies time. Yes, and Week definitely. in the Life is a little bit more simple for me. I, I totally agree. And I'm super excited this year to, to, put my hybrid skills to work in my week in the life. Awesome. So um, this is a perfect topic. Yeah. But before we get to that, I do have a pick and it's actually somehow not related to any of this. Hybrid at all. It's very traditional. But I wanted to share my favorite adhesive because not everybody knows about this. And it is the Kukuyo dot liner. And Ooh, I, I love I've never heard of it. I absolutely love this adhesive. I have tried every adhesive under the sun. And for some reason, some of them are too sticky and too permanent too quickly. Other ones are don't, don't stay sticky. You know, they're just, they're not permanent enough. The the tape roller breaks all the time or the whatever device you're using it with breaks all the time. I just had so many problems until I started using this one. Um, but unfortunately, it's hard to find. You can buy it on Amazon, which is great. And you can also buy it from Simon Says Stamp. And I will include links in the show notes to where you, the places you can get it. And I'm sure there's some other specialty retailers. But in terms of like finding it in regular places, it's just not one of those things. But I love it because it is it like permanent eventually, but in that first I don't know, five to 10 minutes, you can, you have enough give that you can move something around if you really want to. That's Cause I, awesome. Cause I put stuff down and I'm like, oh, well, I really want that an inch to the left. So I can very gently lift it up and move it an inch to the left. And almost every time it doesn't destroy everything. <laughs> that's, that's excellent. And that's what you need in an adhesive because I do that all the time too. I'll put something down and I'm like, oh no it's not going to go there. I don't want it there. Yeah. And then I, you know, I'm either wasting an embellishment or I have to reprint it and then you could waste your whole page. So I'm definitely going to go into the show notes and look up your adhesive and get some because you really need a good adhesive. Yeah. And I, I had a lot of problems over the years, not even with just the the quality of the adhesive itself, but just the the mechanism that whatever I was using would break. It would either stop rolling properly, or the whole thing would fall apart, it would start going backwards. I don't know. I just always had a lot of problems. Maybe it's user error, but this one at least is compatible with me. <laughs> I'm right there with you. And it's really annoying when it breaks. <laughs> well, here's a nice transition, though, to our discussion topic. So maybe let's, let's set the stage by hearing a little bit about the types of projects that you work on. 
So I mentioned Week in the Life. I do. I like to do targeted projects. So like December Daily or Week in the Life or the, or Monthly Project Life is something I've just gotten into. Um, but I really do everything. I do traditional mixed media to with paints and and cut paper and embellishments to a pocket scrapbooking page um, to hybrid scrapbooking. But I find lately I'm much more into the hybrid scrapbooking uh, to fit into my busy life. I, I, I was going to say I also work in three different size albums. I do a 6x8, a 9x12, and a 12x12. So I have those three going at the same time, and just really whatever strikes my inspiration at the time is the, the layout or the size of the layout that I'll do. So those sized albums, do you have like a, a, a story theme or a focus or a category for each size, or is it just based on what you want to create in the moment? It's the latter, based on what I want to create in the moment. I started last year, I, I, I subscribed to Allie Edwards' uh, Craft the Story Kit or the Story Kit. So last year I had a specific six by eight album just for each month's story kit. And I found that I, I was constrained by that six by eight size. And I felt like I could only scrap these story kits in that six by eight size. And it just, it, it, it made me annoyed and I didn't really like it. So I, I'd say probably about like July or August, I branched out into doing the story kits in a nine by 12 size with different, media mixed media hybrid digital whatever and so starting this year in 2019 i just said to myself whatever strikes my fancy if i feel like doing a six by eight i'll on for a certain layout i'll do it if i feel like doing a nine by twelve i'll do it it seems that my six by eight layouts are more directed towards me layouts about me mm -hmm. the nine by twelve is kind of like the family layouts and the 12 by 12 are the mixed media layouts. That's just kind of how it's been falling, but it's not, I'm not, you know, tied to that. Have you ever thought of putting all of those different size layouts within your 12 by 12 album? I thought about, I've thought about it, um, but I kind of like the look of the okay. same size in mm -hmm, one album. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I've done things like that too. Like I mix up my December daily. I have a, bunch of different sizes it's a six by eight album but i've got three by eight and i've um got like a, a 12 by eight that i've folded folded over so i i i'm weird when it comes to like sizes of albums <laughs> whatever strikes my fancy that's not weird that's mean that's scrapbooking your way i mean that's what we're all about here um, True, you're right. You're I right. mean, I have different sizes. I'm I'm currently very enamored with six by eight, and so when I get to that frustration point of oh, I really want a scrapbook bigger, I will choose stories from older years when I have larger albums for that year. So I was doing twelve by twelve prior to last year, and so if I need to do a, a nine by twelve, eight and a half by eleven, or a twelve by twelve layout, I just pick an older story or an older photo to, to do it with. Yeah, that's a good that's that's a good idea and a good point too. Um, and that allows me to just have the one album for the year because that's something that's maybe I'm weird about is that I'm very <laughs> neurotic about having just like one thing. Yeah, I mean it's not weird. It's like you said, scrapbooking your way. <laughs> yeah, which is excellent. The best motto out there. Thanks. <laughs> so you said when you're talking about hybrid that 
you like it because of your busy life. Can you can you expand on that? Sure. Um, well, as a as a professional, as an attorney, I work about twelve hours a day every day, Monday through Friday. So I, I like hybrid because I don't I don't want to take the time to, to go through to go to a store. I, I can't stand going to stores anymore to look on a website to try to find papers with with and and to wait for the shipping to come in um say i'm ordering it from a website if with hybrid i can just go right to a, a digital website um purchase a collection for normally like half the amount of or not even a, maybe a quarter of the amount of a regular scrapbooking supplies and within like moments i've got it on my computer and i can go and i can make whatever project I want and I can print out that I can print out the elements and then put it together. So it really streamlines and cuts out a lot of the like boring kind of tedious details for me at least of scrapbooking, but still gives me that paper and that glue and that adhesive and that, that touch that I love. Um, I also find that with my busy life, since I get home around like seven thirty, eight o'clock at night, I don't have time Monday through Friday to get up and go into my craft room mm-hmm. um, and look for paper in my stack and pull it out. So I find that getting the digital uh, scrapbooking supplies, I can I have it right away and I can come home and Monday through Friday, I'm literally on my computer doing some sort of digital, the digital element to the scrapbooking and getting it organized. So by the time I get to Saturday or Sunday, when I can do the the paper part of it or the physical part of it, most of the work is already done. So I just print it out and put it together. I love that. A lot of that creative process is, yeah, it's thought out. Um, and that also gives me the ability to scrapbook every day. Um, because literally every day I am doing something creative. Um, I just love how you've been able to kind of personalize your process to fit not just the fact that your life is busy, but the flow of your life within a week that you're on your computer when you don't have as much time and you need a little bit more flexibility and maybe you don't even have as much energy. and But then you have it all ready so that when you are filled with time and energy on the weekends, you can sit down and create something and feel that success and accomplishment super quick. Yeah. Yeah. I love and it. And it's, it's the perfectionist in me too loves it because I can, a lot of times I can take a sketch or I think take the digital elements put it in my Photoshop and then make sure it looks to me, it looks cohesive and good on paper or I'm sorry, on the computer. So then when I translate it to paper, it comes out perfect because I am a perfectionist <laughs> and I have embraced that and I love it. Um, and if I, if something gets messed up, it drives me insane. So I can mess up all I want on the computer so when I put it on paper, those precious, those precious physical elements that I have spent money on buying, like all those Ali Edwards Week of the Life products, I can use them once and not have to worry about um, messing it up and wasting money, essentially. 
That's a great point. I mean, that's, I mean, for someone who wants to really embrace their perfectionism or even just their, their own personal attention to detail and, and doesn't want to stress about the process. If, if that gives you anxiety because you, you mess up or you change your mind, then I can see hybrid is, is relieving some of that for you. It, it definitely does relieve some of the stress. Maybe we need to back up for a second and because we've talked about hybrid on a number of episodes so far, but how, how do you define it and what does it really look like? What's your process from purchasing a digital supply to getting it on the page? I define hybrid as using digital products in tandem with physical products. Um, hybrid is, it's, it's really, it can, it's really a broad and vast sort of universe. Mm-hmm. For me, hybrid is taking something digital and making it into something physical. So um, my most favorite thing to do lately with, with hybrid scrapbooking is taking a digital paper, printing it out, and using it as you would a regular scrapbooking paper. Um, I've done a lot of my uh, projects that I've done for a simple scrapper have been doing it that way, where I find a set of digital papers I like, and I print them out, and I cut them into shapes or use them on a six by eight page. Um, so that that for me, that's what hybrid is: is really taking something that's digital and making it into something paper. Um, but you can define hybrid as anything else. You can make it. You can a hybrid could be putting uh, journaling on your photos directly on your photos. Hybrid could be just printing out journal cards. Hybrid could be putting brushes or digital stamps on uh, on your photos or or tracing them in your silhouette if you have that software and printing and cutting them out on your silhouette page. Um, so it's really it's really a, a vast universe of possibilities. So it sounds like you're using both digital slash hybrid papers and embellishments. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah, I do. I do use the embellishments as well. And and are there certain types of embellishments that you prefer to use in the hybrid format or that you prefer to use in the, the traditional format? Um, in the hybrid format, I really like uh, embellishments that look like something like, like a paper embellishment that you would buy, like a, a chipboard sticker or okay. something like that. Um, something that looked digital. I'm not really, for me, I, there's a lot of digital elements that are, are, they look to me like pictures of like pictures of a, of a staple or pictures of a sequins or pictures of a flower or a button or something like that. Those I don't, I, ne- I've, actually never use them printing them out and making those into uh, sort of a hybrid paper element. I only kind of like the stuff that the graphic design. So it's like labels and tags and, and things like right, that. Yeah. Right. And uh, like circle shapes and things like that. Um, so I like to make those, I, I try to challenge myself and make those different labels and tags and stuff into different types of embellishments that you might be able to walk into a big box store or go online and actually purchase. Um, so that's that's what I like to use in hybrid, pulling that out and putting it into 
some sort of paper and putting it and using it to create dimension on my page. Now, do you use, you mentioned the silhouette. Do you use a die cut machine as part of this process? Do you print and then cut as well? I, I do. I have a silhouette. Okay. Um, I'm not as well versed in the silhouette software as I am in Photoshop elements, but I get by. Uh, so I do take a lot of brushes and I'll cut and I'll trace the brushes or the digital stamps and I'll cut them out and use it in my silhouette. Um, I don't do it as often as I would like only because sometimes my silhouette does not like me and it gets me frustrated and pissed off. I I agree. Um, That's why I haven't plugged mine back in yet. (laughs) But I, I, I want to use it a lot more. I just, I don't because I'm like, yeah, you're not going to work with me today. It's not going to, it's not going to happen. Well, and I think that goes to show that you can, being a hybrid scrapbooker or, or using hybrid techniques some of the time doesn't mean you need to go all out with lots of different tools and, and make it super complicated. Exactly. So, and you know, I, I like to paper traditional scrapbook from time to time. There are times when I'm just like, I don't want to see a computer. I don't want to see anything digital. I just want to use the paper and the elements that I've got. So it's, I mean, it's good. Hybrid's great, but you don't always have to be tied to it. Well, it's nice to have some additional skills when you want to try something different or there's a specific need that you have that you can't accomplish in person. And you mentioned journaling, whether that's uh, printing journaling on your background or on a journaling card. Sometimes you want that, even just for the sheer fact of getting more words on the page. And it can be really handy to incorporate that into a project. Definitely. Um, going back to kind of some of that simplicity, what type of printer do you use? Do you like have a fancy large format printer or or how do you actually get these things in front of you? Okay, I actually had to write down the models. I actually have two printers. Um, I have an, I have the first one I have that I use all the time. It's an HP OfficeJet Pro 8100. Okay. And that I inherited that from my job, actually. Um, the newest, it's an older model, uh, but the, so the newer model, I looked it up was, it's called 8170. If anyone's looking for it, um, that's my inkjet. That's my color printer. It's just an eight and a half traditional, you know, size, uh, printer. Um, but it's like, it's my best friend without, without this printer, I don't think I would be so into hybrid scrapbooking. Um, I use it every week. And I print out photos on it. I print out all my digital elements. The other printer I have is actually a laser printer. It's an HP LaserJet, LaserJet, whoa, tongue-tied, HP LaserJet Professional M1217NFW-MFP. That's why I said I had to write it down. Um, That actually, I also, I inherited, inherited that from work as well. That one is super fancy, and I only use it with my mink machine because it's a laser jet. So it's a laser printer, only prints black, and I only use it to run transparency through for my mink machine. Other than that, I, I don't use it at all. Can you tell people a little bit about what the, the mink does? 
Sure. I actually just got the mink uh, for Christmas this year from my Aunt Mary. So I'm still really new to it. But what it does, it's by Heidi Swap. Um, and it's it's like a it's a thermal kind of heat machine that's a um, you you could buy different uh, color foils. So there's rose, rose gold. There's a white one, uh, and you can they they yeah, they have uh, items that you can buy that already have the laser uh, film or laser. I think it's a powder printed on it, or you can run anything through a laser printer. So you can take any hybrid element, any hybrid, any brush um, or digital stamp, print it on anything that can go in a laser printer. So vellum, transparencies, canvas even. And then you put the foil on top of it, you run it through the mink machine, and you've got a foil decked out piece. Um, she's even, she even has paint. So you can uh, paint with it and run it through. I haven't tried that yet, um, but it's a real it's a real game changer for me in the hybrid scrapbooking realm because now I can make transparency overlays that have that gold kind of shiny foil to it that you can't get from a printer because we all know you can't print gold Correct. and you can't yeah. print white. So. Um, I'm super happy and thankful to my Aunt Mary for giving me this machine because it's really added a lot of different dimension to my projects because I've been able to to make my own make my own product essentially from it. That sounds so fun. I would love to try one of those sometime. I can see so many possibilities, you know, thinking about your week in the life project in terms of buying you know digital stamps and then having whatever or even just using your favorite font to have the days of the week written out and you can customize it to the exactly the size that you want the font you want and how you want it to look on your transparency or your card or whatever um, exactly I love it. right yeah so you mentioned that you use photoshop do you are you using full photoshop or photoshop elements like what what type of software setup do you have and do you think it really matters what people use I think it matters to an extent. I use Photoshop Elements. Uh, I did actually, I have tried the, the full Photoshop um, with it. And I, I found that I like Photoshop Elements better. It fits my needs. I, I don't feel like I have to go and get the more fancy tool. Um, and I, I feel like the other Photoshop is a little bit more complicated for me. For other people, it might help. Um, I, I say to an extent because I think you could get away with doing hybrid scrapbooking in Word, but I don't think you get with Word you don't get as much uh, of a of a universe as you would in Photoshop Elements. So, for example, I don't know how in Word if you can actually take a photo and put journaling directly on your photo, where that's a really simple, easy thing to do in Photoshop Elements. Um, but if you only have Word, you certainly could could do a lot of stuff with it. I mean, you could you could in Word you could print out um, a, a digital stamp or brush, and you can run it through your your laser printer and your make machine. So it really depends on what type of hybrid scrapbooking you want to do. 
Well, I think that if you wanted to use Word, like printing on a background, like especially an eight and a half by 11 background, that's really easy. You could do journaling directly on the photo, but I guess you had to change the size of your page to be four by six, particularly if you have a four by six printer and you're printing directly on that size of photo paper. You want it to, you want to match the canvas you're working on, the digital canvas with the size that you're printing on. Um, so that is True. a little bit more complicated than than in Photoshop, where you're you're required basically to set it up to whatever you want. So you'd have to change a default in in Word, but it's certainly possible. True. I never thought about the printing the paper in Word. So you're right. I mean, we could get by with Word. Well, and we just we released this uh, workshop last month in the membership called Aptastic, and one of the apps we talk about in there is actually. Um, PowerPoint and Keynote, uh, you know, just presentation tools as very simplistic digital scrapbooking items. Um, And even, you know, using them on your phone or tablet, you can do some very roughly rudimentary, but there is some capability there. And especially in I'm I'm not remembering 100%, but I believe Keynote for Apple actually has, you know, that next level where you can do drop shadows and you can bring in transparent PNG elements to really do a good job, whereas PowerPoint is a little bit more feature limited. But even still, you can you could get the job done, particularly if you maybe for more simple and streamlined scrapbooker. I think you're right. And I mean, there's such a vast universe out there that if you don't have Photoshop elements, and even if you don't have Word, I mean, there's so many different apps, like in the workshop that in Simple Scrapper that uh, you explored mm-hmm. that you can use that you can achieve your goal. So just because Photoshop Elements works for me doesn't mean that it's the end all, that if you don't have Photoshop Elements, you absolutely cannot do hybrid scrapbooking because that's not the way it is at all. Well, even your computers, whatever whatever default image app to, to bring up an image, you could print things out individually. You don't have to arrange them on a canvas. You just bring it up and you print it. Um, you may have to do some finagling with your photo paper or, or your, your, your paper um, to make it work, but I don't see why you need even need software in some cases. Yeah, true. And you know what? Even if you don't have a really good printer at home, you could still, you could still get digital elements put on your, on your computer um, or bring up a photo, put the digital element on your photo or arrange it with whatever program you're using on your computer or on your phone and then send it to an outside source to have it printed out. I mean, before I got a really good printer, that's what I did. I never printed things out at home, but I still did hybrid scrapbooking. I just would upload that photo instead of the photo with the stamp brush on it instead of printing it out at home. So it's it's really accessible now, which is the greatest thing, I think, is that anyone can do it and it's available to everyone. Well, and I can see the the technique that you just mentioned there, if you're you're sending it off to a four by six printer, that that would be really handy for, for somebody doing Project Life that's in a, a four by six and three by four format, lots of rectangles. Because you can put two three by fours on on one four by six, and you could do entire you could do all your project life on your computer or even on your phone, and then send it off to your favorite photo printer and have the things come back to you. You trim up some of them and you just stick others in pockets. Exactly, exactly. So it's really easy. 
So you mentioned that you've been doing a monthly Project Life project. Is this your first time doing Project Life or has this been, been an evolution for you? How are you approaching that and what does this hybrid process look like for that? So I've been doing a monthly Project Life for about uh, two and a half years now, I'd say. I I used to do, a, it's, it's, it's definitely an evolution. I used to do a weekly Project Life uh, back when Becky Higgins first kind of hit the scene and all the kits were the rounded corners. That's when I started doing it. Uh, and I loved it. I loved weekly project life. I did it all the time, um, every week. And I, those are some of my most favorite albums. But then I started to get, I, I hit, I started to get in my career. I, I kept moving up in my career. And I've been a lawyer now for, it'll be 15 years in June. So as I started to get more experience in my career, I saw my time to be able to do scrapbooking dwindle. Uh, so, and then I found that when I was doing the weekly project life, I would get so frustrated and I'd be so annoyed because I felt like I had to do this. I have to, I have to get this week documented. I've got to get all of my photos put in the pages and I don't have time to do anything else. I don't have time to do my regular 12 by 12 traditional layout. So I just, I stopped for probably about six months where I just didn't do any project life. And then I realized I really missed it. So I just started doing monthly. And so what I do now is I use primarily Ali Eder's story by the month kit. Um, but before that I was using whatever uh, kit kind of struck my inspiration. And I pick just highlights of the month that I want to do. And it's in my nine by 12 album. I do four pages. So two pocket, two pocket page um, pages. So front and back. Mm -hmm. And then Mm -hmm. in between each month, I do just regular nine by 12 traditional layouts of other photos that maybe didn't make the weekly project life, or I'm sorry, the monthly project life cut. So then and then I just stack them all in one album. So when you when you open up the album, you start with January. Then after the the two pocket pages to so the four pages, you've got just traditional regular layouts of January. And those usually have to do. I usually try to use pictures that didn't make the cut for the um, for the two monthly pages. So it's kind of like the hybrid for lack of a better word way I've come up with documenting my month and it it makes it to me it's so much more manageable well and I think when whenever you're doing any kind of ongoing project like that you have to figure out what does my life look like and what type of scrapbooking do I like to do and how much time do I have for it and then find this whatever unique configuration of pages that is because it's going to be different for everyone and you can take inspiration from the community out there and see what they're doing and pick and choose different things whether they're using this you know you mentioned you're using the stories by the month kit like it's nice to use repetitive supplies that you can rely on like that's a go-to because that eliminates a selection for you and then you have this structure of pages And so you can figure out whatever structure you want with whatever supplies you want to do 
what you're going to call project life. And I, I love hearing from so many different scrapbookers. And we've, we've had several on the show so far that have talked about their interpretation of project life now. And, and, and I love just this that we're all embracing uh, this personalization. It's, it's really cool to me. Uh, it's same here. I, I've, I love looking at other people's interpretation of project life, whether it be weekly or monthly or some something in between. It's I, I get so much inspiration from it um, and, and find that I, I develop I, I take that inspiration and I develop it into my own uh, design and I, and I use that. So um, you mentioned the stories by the month kits. Are you using the digital supplies for that? Or are you subscribing to the physical? I do. I do both, actually. Okay. Um, I, I've been, what I've been doing is I, I've kind of, I've started as a hybrid scrapbooker, kind of, I fell into it. So I started the, the story by the month kit subscription before I fully embraced when it first started before I've really fully embraced hybrid scrapbooking. So what I find that I've, that I love to do now is I like to get the digital kit and the um, physical kit if I can. So I'll use the digital kit to mold it into uh, something, the, the colors that I want and what I actually want. And then I use the physical kit for the embellishments um, that I, that I, there are some embellishments you just, I just can't make on my own. Um, so I use the, I also use a digital kit to lay out, uh, to lay out the, the design and how I want to, to do it on the computer. So like I said, I'm not messing up and I can, you know, embrace my perfectionism. So, so yeah, I do use a lot of times I use the, the, um, physical kit, but I have been purchasing the, the uh, digital kit and using that as well. Also for hybrid in my monthly project life, I write a lot on the photos because um, I'm, I'm purposefully, purposefully restricted myself for my monthly project life to two, um, two po- pocket page, nine by 12 pocket pages. So that's there's, and sometimes there are months where I have, a thousand photos and so many stories I want to tell for that month, but I really want to focus on just keeping it the same format each month and using those two pocket pages. So being able to journal directly on the photo uh, with in Photoshop elements in a hybrid approach helps me get those stories told in that small space. Yeah. It sounds like you really take advantage of trying to utilize the surface area you have to to, to get your stories in so that you can stick with that format. And it's it, that, that those types of boundaries make it easier, even though, yeah, it is work. You have to make choices. You have to basically curate your photos and your stories down to what's going to fit. But um, it gives you those boundaries that actually, you know, make it happen. Exactly. Exactly. So do you purchase other types of digital supplies from other shops or is Allie really your, your go-to? Uh-huh. I, I've talked a lot about Allie Edwards. Um, I, I love designer digitals and the lily pad. Those are the two, I think, hottest places for digital supplies. Um, I'm actually, actually a brand ambassador for Shaheen designs. So 
and before I actually became a brand ambassador, I loved her products. It, they're just very, to me, they're very fresh and very graphic orientated, which is what I really like. So I was using a lot of her products before I even became associated with it. I also like Kathy Zilski. I love her, um, was it crap free scrapbooking or <laughs> however she does it? But yeah, um, she has a I lot really, of irreverent types of digital products for yes, sure. Yes, yes. So I really like the her kind of like cheeky approach to it mm -hmm. is the best way to describe it. Um, and then I love Tracy Reed. She's got some really beautiful papers um, that she makes available. So I, I I I get it from a lot of a lot of different places. I would say. Um, but I definitely have gravitated a lot towards Allie Edwards for my scrapbooking career. So you mentioned that you, you work hard at, at either creating dimension in some, in some instances, or also using the physical products when it's, it's not simply possible to recreate that in a satisfactory way. I'm curious what your, your layout style looks like. Are you more like very clean and graphic like Kathy Zilski? Are you more kind of layered, fill the page like Tracy Reed? Like what, what do your pages look like? Or is it a mix of those? I would say it's probably a mix of those. I I tend to do all different types of pages. I, I like, I want to say I really like the graphic Kathy Zilski style, but I don't always, what, what I have in my mind and I really like always ends up translating to something different on paper. And I'm always happy with the designs I do. It just seems like I want to be focused on more of the, the crisp, clean design, and I end up doing the more abstract design. Oh, um, I, I hear you, sister. So, <laughs> Like, <laughs> so, I'm certainly I, attracted to those pages, but I can't. And I think my perfectionism actually actually gets in the way. Like, I can't ever feel like those are enough. Whereas when it's a little looser and free, I can I can let go of that perfectionism, maybe. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I like I like I want what I really always want to do is I gravitate towards is some sort of double page pocket layout on one side and then like a a regular just six by eight or nine by twelve full layout on the other side. Um, and I almost always have the rule of three design triangle in it somehow. That's kind of my style. When it seems like you found a best of both worlds approach in terms of utilizing the, the flexibility of pockets and how you can get that many more photos. And as you mentioned, journaling onto the page with a little bit of a creative play of, of layouts. Yes, definitely. Definitely. Now, if you're doing like a two page spread like that, are you... Are you laying that out, a pocket page and a layout in Photoshop next to each other? How are you, how are you planning that? Sometimes I do. Sometimes, sometimes I find it a little tedious to kind of size everything to three by four to put it in a pocket page on a layout in Photoshop. So I kind of um, just sketch out in my mind. A lot of times I spend a lot of time in during the day, actually, when I'm in court, just uh, if my boss listens to this, he's going to be like, oh, that's what she's doing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so there's a there's a lot of time when I'm in court in the morning and you're waiting for a conference, but you're there for 
like two hours before you actually see a judge for a five-minute conference. So 95% of that time that I'm waiting, I'm mapping out ideas in my head. And I've got, so by the time I get home, I've got a really good sketch in my mind of what project I want to do for that week. And so most of the time, if it's a pocket page, I won't really translate it into Photoshop first. But if it's a regular, just kind of layout, traditional layout, I almost always sketch it out in Photoshop. And that's why I like to have the digital element as well as the physical element is that because then I could put it on, I could put it in the sketch in Photoshop, make sure it looks okay. And then by the time I get to the weekend, translate it to paper. I love how you've make, made use of your time, um, multitasking, <laughs> if you will. Um, I, I like to call this marinating where you're really, you're not necessarily doing anything, but you're thinking about it in your mind. You have an idea where you're going and then you're like, it's almost like a little jigsaw puzzle in your head and you're, you're shuffling things around. And the more you can do that, when you sit down, it's like, oh, I got this. And all of that, that stress yeah. and the frustration of, of putting a composition together is, is often released because you've already done the work in your head. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I, I mean, I guess I like, I like laying it out as much as I can in Photoshop because, I mean, face it, the scrapbooking products are expensive. Yeah. And I, I, you know, we, we all work hard for the, the money that we're earning. And if you're spending money on products, you don't want to waste them. You know, especially too, with some products that sell out and then you can't get them again. I don't know. It just gets me frustrated. So my mind's always laying stuff out. Well, and also you have that ability of, all right, you messed up that printed journaling card. You can print another one. Yeah, uh, yeah exactly. Or I love that one so much. Like, why don't? I, why can't I have four of these so that I can use this product again someday? Well, you can when you're using the digital version of it. Yeah, or if you have a digital version, you could you could use the same journaling card and make it in a rainbow of colors and put it in a pocket page and just have the same repeating card over and over, but in different colors. And you've got a perfect layout for the purchase of a digital card, some ink and a piece of paper. Well, and I think that's one of the reasons I was so I'm so interested in, in doing more of a digital hybrid approach to weaken the life is because I feel like I don't need that many supplies to get the job done. Like, I think the kit is so beautiful, but for what I wanted to do, I don't think I need that many supplies because I can do a lot on my computer and change yeah, things up yeah. a bit and reuse them again. And that actually adds kind of that, that design element of repetition throughout your pages to show that they go together too. Yes. I love that about Week in the Life too. And, and December daily to an extent, but I love the fact that each day in my Week in the Life album is the same format, mm -hmm. uh, but just different pictures, but the same format. And I bet you that there's the, the uh, another good thing about digital and hybrid is that, um, you know, your paper or your physical products, you only can use once. Your digital products, you can use over and over and over. So I, I know I have in my digital library um, days of the week say like digital brushes from 
many different oh, gosh. digital designers. I've got Allie that, Edwards digital days of the week from like 2011. I mean. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And then, yeah, I've got her. I've got, I think I've got some Kathy Zilski ones. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I know. I definitely have Shaheen designs. I mean, so I can take each of those and I can use them year after year. And uh, But I can color them in a different way or I can cut them out on my silhouette or I can run them through my mink machine. So they're always going to be different, but I can, I can reuse them. And I, I just love that. It just, to me, it really like helps to streamline the process and it's good on my wallet. And I think it looks pretty on a page. So it's a win-win. For sure. For sure. So are there any other ways that you use digital products that we haven't talked about? You know what I'm actually a little excited about, and I haven't tried this yet, so I can't say it's it's going to work out, but I've read a lot about it, is Shrinky Dinks. You know okay. what I'm talking about when yeah, I say Shrinky Dinks? I do. <laughs> so Graphics, the company Graphics makes Shrinky Dinks, and I actually just got the Amazon box today. Um, so what I've seen, I've seen a few people on blogs do this. Um, so it, what you do is you take a digital product and like an, an embellishment to so say like a, a tag and you, you have to print it in a much bigger size. So, uh, so I think like around an eight and a half by 11 will translate to about a four by six. Okay. I'm not sure of the exact dimensions. Um, and then you bake it. You print so you print it on this inkjet uh, transparency that's a shrinky dink from like the eighties, from when I was a child. Yeah, I used to do this. And then it's like a it's a plastic shape that you can use in your scrapbooking. I so, think that could be fun. I don't know though. Like I'm I'm always the the acrylic pieces, I, those are things that don't end up getting used in my scrapbooking personally because they never stick and they're a little thick, but I'm intrigued here. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm intrigued too. I was intrigued enough to buy a pack of it. Well, you'll have to report back like, on how that works. Like, yeah, I'll, I'll let you know, definitely. But um, I, I mean, I, I, use, I, I use hybrid scrapbooking for everything. Like I said, my, my favorite is printed paper, but I journal cards I use it for. I mean, digital stamps are so fun because I've I've used them for, for everything from printing out uh, or cutting them out of my silhouette to making my own journal card out of them to putting them on um, as like an overlay on a pattern on a piece on a picture. Uh so I, I that's I, that's probably about it. I think we've talked about mostly everything else that I use it for. I've seen I've actually seen people make their own embellishments with um, epoxy resin. Yeah, I've seen that. I've I've I think I did that once. Along, I think I have a blog post on that from <laughs> like 2009 or 2010, from a long time ago. <laughs> I you know what I have to say I I tried it. I bought I think it was by Ranger. I bought a a, a bottle of it and I tried it um for one of my pro projects and it just it was a total fail for me yeah it just it did not work I think because I was just so impatient waiting for the glue to dry and I don't think I used the paper that was hard enough but um but I've seen people do that too so 
Well, there's certainly always lots of fun ways to make your own scrapbook supplies um, and to get creative. And, and, and one of the, when you were talking about your different permutations of hybrid, it got me thinking about, you know, using your silhouette and using your computer. These are skills that, that often translate far beyond scrapbooking to you know, your kids' projects or some fundraiser basket you're putting together or or whatever type of thing where you might want to do something a little bit more crafty, having those computer skills can be so handy. Yeah. Um, and especially having the supplies, like I can see the days of the week or holidays, you know, those digital elements can be really handy for home decor, gift giving, um, other things that you want to do. I've even uh, a lot... A lot of uh, I've even used hybrid scrapbooking in my job. I've put together different exhibits for trial where I've I've taken a, a, a silhouette of a woman. I've blown it up on the computer. I've erased some parts that we didn't need and I've had it printed on a big size. And then I have um, different crafty elements to, to reconstruct different products or different parts of the woman to use in trial. So did, it, did you mink her too? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I should have made her. I should have minked her. Yeah. I don't think that, I don't think that that would have gone over really well. <laughs> no, but it's <laughs> funny to think about. <laughs> you come in like, here's Elle Woods <laughs> with the, you know, the rose gold foil outline of the woman. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't. Hilarious. I mean, I don't think the, I, th- I think law of craft is about as far as I can get away in the yeah. legal world. They're still a little, little stuffy about that kind of stuff. I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> but it's fun to, you know, to speculate, I guess. Oh, if, I, if, I, if I could totally be Elle Woods, I would be running into court every day with it. With I mean, bruiser, as it is, so. my colleagues yeah, and Bruiser. Yeah. yeah. Well, my dog's name is Dennis, so he's not, <laughs> not close to it. But, but yeah. So do you have any other specific tips that are like handy takeaways, things that have made this easier or work well for you, whether it's for printing, using your supplies on your computer, you know, just other other tips that might really be helpful for our listeners. Uh, one thing that I can think of off the top of my head to add dimension to uh, kind of, if you feel like it's a listless page to try to translate if you're printing all the elements out and you're trying to translate a digital collection to a paper is pop dots. Pop dots, I to me, are like a hybrid scrapper's best friend. Mm-hmm. Like you cannot, I don't think you can hybrid scrap without pop dots. Um, because, so you can, you could take, you could completely purchase a digital collection, print out the papers, print out the elements, print out the embellishments, and then, you sit down and you can cut it out and put it all together. And then in order to make it a 2d page into a 3d page, pop dot everything up. I mean, I'm a fan of pop dots. Well, I don't know about you, but I have like two different heights of pop dots. And so I can even add more, more dimension when you can even change that variation in height. Yeah, I have that too. And then I have uh, um, the tape so you can make, like a shaker pocket or something. Oh yeah. And then the other tip that I have is uh, most, most of us probably do not have a large format printer. I totally want one, but I can't afford one right now. 
So if you're doing a 12 by 12 format or anything other than a six by eight, you're not going to be able to print out digital paper in a 12 by 12 size if you don't have a large format printer. And it's probably not worth the expense to go and have the digital paper printed at one of those, like, like a persnickety prints type place. So if you want to use digital paper, and I do this a lot for the, the layouts I've done for a simple scrapper, is print out the paper and then cut it up into different shapes. So, for example, there was one layout that I did, um, I think it was January, it might have been January or February for Simple Scrapper, where I really wanted to use this digital collection, but I don't have a large format printer. So I printed every piece of paper out on my 8.5 by 11 size, and then I cut them into strips, and I put them kind of in a sun pattern in strips. So I was still able to use that digital paper but in a nine by 12 size rather than the eight and a half by 11 size. Well, and I think most, you know, yes, there's certainly instances where you use the full width of 12 by 12, but I know that I love smaller pieces of paper to start with. Like I use a lot of six by six and six by eight paper. So not having a large format printer wouldn't, wouldn't be a barrier for me because I'm often creating little collages of papers and layers of papers and, you know, they don't need to be that full 12 by one inch strip or whatever. Oh, oh, definitely. Yeah, for sure. I just know I, I've seen people post in different groups that they really love that 12 by 12 digital paper, mm -hmm. but they can't print it out and use it because they don't have the large format printer. Yeah. So, you don't need I, it, so I mean, think out of the box a little bit. You could still use that 12 by 12 paper. Just do something like, like you just said, cut it up, cut it up and use it in different bits and pieces rather than as your back, background pattern paper. Well, I could even see like in Photoshop creating, let's say you have an eight and a half by 11 printer, you create a little canvas and then you basically collage a bunch of different papers and then you cut them up and then you've got, you know, four or five different patterns on a page in different shapes. Exactly. Yeah. And Love that's, and, and you could change the colors of the paper too. Um, but, but yeah, that's, that, that, that's a big tip. Once I, I feel like it took me a while to appreciate that because I would get these digital papers and I'd be like, Oh, they're so lovely, but I can't use them because they're 12 by 12. Then all of a sudden I feel like I had this light bulb aha moment and I'm like, Oh, I could just print them out and use them. So I, I mean, I, I tell that to everyone now. People that don't even want to hear it, I'm like, print out your papers. Print it out and do it. Just Yeah, it doesn't matter that, it, that it's 12 by 12. You can print it smaller. Exactly. No big deal. So, yeah. So, printing 12 by 12 on whatever size you want or and pop dots. Those are the two secrets, really, of, yes. of hybrid layouts. I love, I love that. Yeah. Hi to take your hybrid or to take your digital elements and turn it into a hybrid, though, that's what I would recommend. First and foremost, if you want to do a traditional traditional uh, page, a hybrid style, pop dots and printing out the paper and cutting them into shapes, that's the way to do it. So and that's I the way I do I've a ever, lot of them. I don't think I've ever done this. So I'm, I'm, I'm curious to try. I might We have a crop tomorrow night, so I might print some stuff out tomorrow and, and cut it out and make a page that's entirely hybrid. And I mean, I think the real testament here to 
to your work in hybrid is that I had no idea that your pages were hybrid. They look like paper layouts to me. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, they are paper layouts, but they're all digital elements. Correct. I mean, no, I know, but they, they look, I couldn't tell. Like, they look just like traditional scrapbook supplies. See, and that's that's a lot of my goal with doing hybrid Yeah, is that I want to take like using the make machine or using my silhouette is I want to be able to take those digital elements and put them into my paper world or my traditional world. Mm -hmm. And so that makes me super happy that you look at my layouts and you're like, Oh, that that's a hybrid layout. Wow. Um, Because that's, that's what I love. I mean, I also love, you know, the look of the digital the digital look on a piece of paper combined with, you know, an, an element or two, sort of what you'll find in my Week in the Life album. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but yeah, the the one I'm talking about that's in the Simple Scrapper community is the uh, the one where I went to see the Fennec Foxes at the Bronx Zoo. Mm-hmm. Um, it might have been, it might have even been this month. I don't remember what month it was now. We can link that up in the show notes and share an example with people. I think we can link it directly from our community. So, Oh, great. Yeah, that's that's the one I'm talking about, that I cut it out, cut the paper out, and um, put it put it like a, like a sun. And then I put some wooden embellishments and some sequins um, and I think a, a chipboard shape on there to turn it into a, a traditional layout. Now, have you ever done any like fully digital pages? I have actually. I have. Um, do you do you enjoy that process, or do you do it like when you have to? I I do enjoy it. I was really opposed to it at first, honestly, because I always felt like like scrapbooking for me is cathartic. It's that creative process where I can I can get glue on my hands and ink on my hands, and I can cut paper and I can touch it. Um. But I embraced the digital digital pages recently, I'd say within the last year, because of that time constraint. Because for me, my stress release is scrapbooking. So sometimes I come home and I'm just like, oh my God, I got to create something. I've got to get some sort of page done, some artwork done, and it can't just be editing photos. It's got to be actually putting a page together. And I just cannot get into my craft room on weekdays because uh, because of my husband's schedule and my dog and my work schedule. It's just not possible. So the only way I can actually craft on our scrapbook on at night on a week weeknight is doing a digital page, and so that's when I do them uh, because sometimes I you just you just have to scrapbook. It's just. That, that creative process of putting that page together just always releases stress and tension for me. Um, so there are some days when I'm just so stressed out that I'm like, if I don't, if I don't scrapbook, I'm going to literally go insane. You're going to bust. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. No, I know. We, we've all felt those kind of urges, like where it's like, I just, ha- I have to make something right now. Um, particularly when we're, we, there's an emotional connection to what's going on in your life. So, yep. Yep. And that's, and that's what digital does for me. Um, so I, I can't say I love it as much as I love just regular paper, you know, traditional scrapbooking, but 
So what I try to do is I try to make the digital page and I usually almost always make them six by eight. So then I can print them out and then do kind of a hybrid component to it. Oh, so okay. on, the, on the flip side, I'll do um, the uh, like a, a four or like a, a pocket page. And then I'll do either like four three by fours or the two three by fours and one four by six. And I'll combine it with sequins or the mink machine and vellum or transparency overlay and some um, pocket cards and stuff. So that I can turn that into kind of a hybrid layout. Um, so I don't feel like I'm just doing the digital part of it, if that makes sense. No, it totally does. I think that's that really underscores the flexibility of creating something entirely on the computer and yet you can the end result yet just kind of seamlessly integrates into a more traditional album yes definitely well audrey this has been an awesome discussion thank you so much for going into so much really really terrific detail of, of how your process works and why Hybrid is a is an approach to scrapbooking that offers, you know, flexibility and time savings and, um, you know, creative fulfillment at the same time, yet is super practical for your life. Yes. And thank you so much for having me. I've so enjoyed talking to you and bringing hybrid scrapbooking to the scrapbooking community. Awesome. So can you share where we can find you online and maybe anything that you have new or coming up? Sure. I am mainly on Instagram and my handle is lovecraft. So it's one word. Uh, I do have, I actually do have a Facebook page and a YouTube page though. I have like three videos on it. <laughs> I couldn't even tell you what my YouTube page is. It's, it's linked in my link tree on Instagram. So okay. mainly if you, if you want to find me, find me on Instagram. I also like, I'm on the creative team for simple scrapper. I'm also on the creative team for Spiegel Mom Scraps, which is sequin mixes. So you'll find me there. And then, uh, like I said before, I was a brand ambassador for Shaheen Designs. Um, and then also coming up in October, I'm going to be a guest designer for Feature Craft. So look for that in the future. Oh, terrific. Congratulations. Yeah. I'm super excited about that one. Well, and I love that you've got this this mix of, you know, you work with with um, sketches and templates and story prompts for us. And then you're working with, with digital products. And then you're also working with sequins. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's such a, a lovely mix of, of, of inspiration that you can use for your hybrid scrapbooking. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's true. It is. And they all translate into hybrid scrapbooking. I love it's it. A, it's a good design life. I can't complain. Well, thank you, Audrey. And thank you, everyone for listening. I want you to go away and remember that you have permission to scrapbook your way.